Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tama Tonga. All righty, Tama's Island listeners. It's a very special episode of Tama's Island. We are coming to you from Memorial Day, Monday, May 30th. That's right. Want to give a shout out to all of the uh, all the, the troops, all the, the memory of all fallen troops, the memory of uh, everyone that has served on this Memorial Day 2022. We are doing things a little differently on the island right now. We're pre-taping this episode. We're pre-taping this episode because, well... As you all know, Tomatonga has to fly on out to Japan on this coming uh, June 11th. So he will be kicking some ass, taking some names, and defending that never open weight championship against Carl Anderson. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know how deep and how long this feud has been running. Tama, you're finally going to be getting your hands on uh, on Carl Anderson at Dominion. Let's just let's kick it off right away. How are you feeling? How are you? Are you excited for Dominion? You ready to to kick am, some ass? Am I am I excited, Ross? I've, <laughs> I've been on my game since I got home a month ago. Okay? Yeah, I've been at the gym. All I've been watching is Carl Anderson tapes Hell all yeah. the way from 2011. All his best. I know every move, and I know that ain't the Carl Anderson today because whew, he is oh. a shadow of his own self ooh ooh calling calling carl anderson a shell of a man promising to crack that crack that shell wide open that's tama tonga i'm ross berman this is tama's island and joining us this week we've also as always we've got the one the only karen karen how are you on this fine memorial day i am ready to get this week started and to get it over with <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I could not agree more. It's hot as hell in Chicago, and it's only going to get hotter. But Karen's not the only one joining us here on the island. We've also got returning the one, the only John. John, how are you on this fine Memorial Day? You know, I'm doing okay. I spent the morning kind of reflecting, chilling. Now that's all over. Now it's time to get drunk. Now it's time to talk. Yeah, now it's time to party. Now it's time to celebrate. Uh, if you're if you're listening to this on your favorite podcasting platform, crack a white claw, crack a soda, crack whatever you need to. If you're watching this on Twitch, hang out. If you're listening to it on Patreon, hang out. We're gonna have a damn good time. We're gonna be talking about all the big news in wrestling going on right now. Cause boy, howdy, there is a lot 
going on in wrestling. Like we said, we've got Dominion coming up on June 11th. We'll be talking about that. At Dominion, likely the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship will be defended. Uh, Taiji Ishimori will likely defend it against whoever the Best of Super Juniors 29 winner is. We've got some standings that we will get to uh, when, when we talk about that as well. But I feel like we got to kick things off first with the most recent thing that has happened in the world of wrestling and that's AEW Double or Nothing was this past Sunday. It did not uh, did not have an easy road to the T-Mobile Center. Did AEW as not only did uh, not not only did they have some hiccups at the Fan Fest, but MJF straight up booked a flight out of Vegas. Almost got on it. It sounds like uh, it seemed to give everyone the runaround about whether or not he was actually going to be. At the show, AEW even had to start putting up the MJF versus Wardlow video, then pulling it down off their YouTube, then putting it back up on their YouTube. Finally, come uh, come Sunday night, the show opens. MJF walks out. He actually does show up to work. He gets his ass handed to him by Wardlow. Ten power bombs, I believe, was the final count. Nine or ten. Somewhere around there, stretchered out with an oxygen mask on uh, uh, and everything. I mean, this is a. Uh, I already, I already see John kind of wincing. What do you kind of think of all this MJF nonsense that has been kind of? He should have got on the airplane. He should have gotten on. The, I was going I think, I think somewhere around power bomb six or seven, he started thinking, man, I that that airplane would have been nice. They would have given me a ginger ale. I would have had some yeah. pretzels. Uh, I heard, he, I heard he was actually, on the mat. It's MJF. Okay. He would have been first class. So like it would have been a real nice flight. So damn. I, I heard uh, I heard he was on the mat looking up at the lights and he had his phone like hiding his phone, trying to like call an Uber to the airport real quick mm -hmm. uh, just to get out of there in the middle of the match. But obviously it didn't work. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I don't know, man. Like, listen, from a standpoint of just MJF in general, I know he's kind of a he's kind of good at these mind games and, and things like that and screwing up. But I don't get that vibe from this. I think that he booked a flight. He meant it. Yep. Or 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 he meant at the very least to show them how serious he was about leaving. Yep. And and I ooh, I got to say, there's something going around the wrestling industry right now because well, people are starting to say, like, fuck it, I'll walk. <laughs> let, well, let me let me add a, a little proper context to this, John, because it wasn't like MJF just all of a sudden got this idea of like, hey, I should, you know, possibly walk out on my company, do some stuff. As we all know, MJF has been negotiating with Tony Khan for a matter of months now. They're, they have been at a kind of standstill over his contract. This past week, uh, on the road to Double or Nothing, Tony Khan took a moment to celebrate the fact that WWE is no longer going to be able to hold money in the bank in Allegiant Stadium. The, the ticket sales are slow. T-Mobile Arena is already booked with International Fight Week, so they're going to be moving to the MGM Grand, a, a small venue for WWE by all accounts. And Tony Khan, in celebrating this, admitted that he had a very good week. He had what he described as a life-affirming meeting with discovery warner discovery the parent company of tnt tbs the network that that gives aew all of their money and from what it sounds like upon hearing that his boss might have the the faucet turned on so to speak by his corporate over overlords mjf decided this is the perfect time to use my leverage and say, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a power play to really show how much you need me. 
And so it's very, it, it seems like this is kind of on Tony for bringing up this discovery meet and for kind of showing his cards while he's at the negotiating table with one of his most expensive talents. I mean, let's be real. I was, you're shaking your head, Tom. What do you, what do you think of this whole mess? Oh, I don't think he's right. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it's right what he's doing, what MJF is doing. Um, okay. Because he still had, he still had a contract, right? He's like, like well, a, that's the th- it's he's he sounds like he has a contract they're talking about picking up the extension but he's in the middle of negotiation right now and so not a team player man no that's not a team player and nope. what you're doing and this company is just starting out right yep and so you got to figure out your foundation and everybody got to play ball mm-hmm. and the minute you do something like this right yep you're opening up the floodgates to what it can't it can't be in the future. What anybody who thinks they're hot stuff, right? This kid is 26 years old. You haven't done shit from squat, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I know you're good on the mic, right? Mm-hmm. But come out to Japan, you get worked in that ring real quick, yeah. right? Yeah, it's just I don't think it's right. But hey, every man is on there is from themselves in in this game. Um, I just couldn't imagine somebody pulling that stunt right now in New Japan, and oh, you know, because that's not how I think. For everybody to move forward, we all got to work as a team. And if yep. somebody thinks that they're hot shit and trying to make special rules for themselves, that that's a that's a world of trouble mm-hmm. um, in the future, I think. Oh, yeah. I no, think. me personally. No, and these I, are contracts. This is corporate. This is a company. This is television. This mm-hmm. isn't like he's working for some two bit promoter in Boise, Idaho, where he shows up and the guy goes, hey, I'm sorry, I can't pay you. Do you want a hot dog instead? And then you fucking walk. Like that's that that's acceptable. I get that, but this is like you already agreed to wrestle, right? Like you already agreed to do your job. That's called a, that's called breach. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I've just you know. I seen. well, I it it depends on again. It depends like on it depends where MJF is at in his contract. Depends what his contract says, and it 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 depends on. Did Ultimate what, Warrior try to do something like this, and he got fired right after yes, that? Yes, he did. But but here's here's but that's the, what he wanted, right? But, well, and, but here's the big difference: is Vince is the kind of guy who's not in the business of keeping people happy, whereas I could see Tony Khan as the kind of guy who maybe he's given some concessions all right maybe he's maybe mjf has has realized that like i have all of the power here because like this is not a move you make if you think that it can it can really blow up on you like yeah he showed up and he ate eight power bombs or 10 power bombs or however much but like he was still one of the main things people were talking about they had it it... so knowing that you have the power yep all right. It's like Spider-Man, right? With great yep. power comes great responsibility. Exactly. So this is the most responsible way you're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh. No, Ooh. yeah, I'm, I, it's, it's a, it's, it's a big sticky wicket, but I think you do bring up a very good point of the, there doesn't seem to be a team aspect to AEW at the moment. It seems like a lot of different hey, things. Hey, let's change the world. Yeah. <laughs> Let's change the world, and then, then Co- now Cody's on a box truck outside of the mobile <laughs> arena, advertising money in the bank. Like, and then the boys all, oh well, he wanted the, he's the one that wanted to go against WWE. They all turned on him. Yep. And they, oh. And, and now, is, and now, MJ, let's let's bring it up because this is something that we yep. talked about before, yep. right? I mean, is, I mean, it's it's like he it's all come back to, around. Mm-hmm. He he thought he could take on WWE by being different. What he didn't realize was is that WWE's success is based on being big old dickheads about everything to, to, you know, for lack of a better term and to fight fire and eat fire. I mean, it actually doesn't make sense because actually water fights fire, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think that, I think that we, I think he's what he's slowly realizing is like you either, you know, 
you either become Vince and you take on Vince or you try to be yourself. And but I don't think Vince is the right way to go about things though. No, you know, and I don't think, yeah. So I, I, I don't think that people have to become Vince. I think people have to come better than Vince and Tony Khan can be better than Vince and how he approaches things and how he he approaches this MJF situation is going to dictate what's going to happen here because then anybody who gets any kind of power, that means that's why Vince doesn't let people get that much power anymore because they're going to do this to him. Yep. So this, you know, oh no, woo. I'm I'm with you because like here's the uh, here's the other like big issue is now that MJF has shown up to work, now that it is part of the storyline so to speak because word is he left right after he's not going to be on TV tapings for a while, but for, uh, uh, a lot of backstage reports say that uh, the entire day his match was listed as number one on the match seat, so it didn't sound like there was as much uh confusion as possible and so if this does get turned into a work i feel like it here's the thing it either is a shoot that's getting turned into a work or it's already a story that you know they had thought up from the beginning either way it doesn't make aew look good it doesn't make mjf look good like it it's they're burning they're burning off a lot of skin in the name of in the name of just getting some heat if this is all going to be just a storyline if this is all just going to be to show that that mjf is the 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 big bad so to speak i don't know i like how because it makes tony khan look ineffectual it makes aew look like they're a mess it makes mjf not look like a team player like it just there is no no one wins here no one looks good here and if no one looks good then who's making money you know like i yeah and i think it 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 hurts that reputation a little bit where they're supposed to be like the fun promotion where all the wrestlers go for freedom and to mm-hmm. do whatever they want and to book their own matches. And, the, and, and they're the salt of the earth people. They, they, they respond to you on Twitter and they do Twitch games with you. And, but that's not sustainable. Like it, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually the sausage is going to have to get made and that's bloody. And, and once they start exposing how corporate AEW has to operate or is operating a little bit of that fun, kind of veneer starts to peel well and and i i think it wasn't just the mjf situation because you once you add in big swole leaving and saying it's a mess backstage no one can get a hold of anyone then you have joey janela leaving saying it's a mess backstage no one can get a hold of anyone marco stunt going months without getting a call and like there is this and now now mjf all of a sudden just kind of sliding off as well like it's it it, there was a time when it seemed like mjf was like one of the what were they calling him one of the pillars and now he's he's trying to take his ball and go home like there is something something is rotten and we talked about all right you know what i want to hear what karen has said because she's saying too quiet man i was wondering when y'all were gonna realize (laughs) (laughs) so here's the thing Tama brings up a good point on several uh, on several topics. One, he wouldn't survive in Japan. Yep. But Tama also has the Japanese mindset when it comes to the business aspect of wrestling because he's worked that style. The thing about the dangerous precedent that MGF is setting is it would be different if his contract was finished and he was renegotiating the extension after the fact or wanted to do all of this whatever he's doing after the fact like, right now well, you i mean well, i get it a he good example yeah, i just want to say a good example cody cody at the, was without a contract did all kinds of business at the end i'm sorry go ahead no that's fine um but the problem is 
if he thinks he's going to go to WWE and pull this bullshit or think he's going to be, I don't know, where Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins is on the card, he is sadly mistaken. Mm-hmm. He's talented, don't get me wrong, but I hate to say it, he doesn't have, he isn't Cody Rhodes. He isn't Seth Rollins. He isn't Roman Reigns. He could be a very big fish in the AEW pond. Yes, he has talent, but what he's doing now, he's already showing WWE he could be problematic in the future. Yep. And so he's not- he needs to sort his shit out. But it's, it's, and it's not just <laughs> WWE because, like, spank him. Because, like, the wrestling world is, even even as it grows and expands, is very small. And so, like, what happens when Tony Khan finally has enough and MJF gets kicked out? I don't think MLW is going to take him back after all the shit he's pulled, especially the way he left MLW. I don't think he's going to go to, I, I think you make a good point, WWE is going to be very hesitant to deal with someone who has this kind of a, a personality issue, let's put it that way. I don't think GCW is big time enough for him, and... From what it sounds like, I don't think he could. I don't think Japan is going to welcome him with open arms. So like, not with that attitude. No. Yeah. So like, it it he's kind of boxing himself in here. He's kind of fencing himself in a bit. And and he's not also. Th- oh, he, sorry. Go he's ahead, also going to take the approach where he's going to think something like impact is beneath him. Yeah. So he's if he's going to start burning bridges, he's going. He's standing on the bridge right now. That's not how you do this. Now let's now let's switch to the other side and take this as is a work because it's getting everybody talking. Yep. From yeah. a work perspective, he he did he did his job and he did it real real smart. The way he's putting on tweets, taking it away, the way he's acting like he's gonna fly, the way he's making us talk like this, the the art of making it real. If this is a work, he's doing a great job, right? Mm-hmm. He's doing a great job. Now, it's my only thing go. that yeah, <laughs> not, not, not that the way he. The way he's working this, and and for me, right, mm-hmm. for somebody to take, was it 10 power bombs? Yep. Right? 10 power bombs, and, and the way he, like, that's getting killed. Yes. That's getting killed. For somebody to come in and do that for, for somebody, I have to start thinking maybe this is a work. Actually, yeah. actually, it tells me the opposite, because it sounds to mm-hmm. me like Tony Khan whispered in the dude's ear, is like, give that motherfucker 10 power bombs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, both, <laughs> both guys have to agree on yep. it. I know. I know. Especially with the stretcher at the end. It takes a lot of compliance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and, and let's, well, let's, and let's kind of take That's this not to for... say promoters haven't put out hits on wrestlers, by the way. I'm just oh, saying. yeah, no, it's, it, it, just ask the Iron Sheik. He got offers every week when he was getting ready for Hulk Hogan. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> it does bring up a good point, though, that if this is a work, it does turn MJF into the anti-AEW guy, the anti-Tony guy, the non-team player, and who's the new AEW champion but Tony Khan's favorite wrestler in the world, CM Punk, who he's said is has broken all of the business records and taken AEW to this new... Uh, uh, realm, and so I could see this really just positioning MJF as the ultimate anti yep. AEW guy, especially since like let's let's be really real about this. CM Punk is in that position that Cody used to be in, where he's that wrestler that Tony Khan is listening to and picking his brain and talking to all the time, and so there's only room for one favorite, right? And so MJF can't he can't be you know Tony's favorite young wrestler anymore. He's got to be the enemy. If, if CM Punk is, is Tony's friend, then MJF has to be the enemy. 
And so it's entirely possible to come all out or full gear or whenever the hell this is building towards, we're all going to be like, what a masterful four-dimensional chess they played here. <laughs> but, but in the aftermath of double or nothing, the reality that we're in, everyone everyone looks like, everyone looks a little bit bad. Sorry, go ahead. Or, or it's in foil hat time. It's a hybrid of both. Yep. He was going to fly out. He was going to leave. Tony said, let's be reasonable. You leaving right now makes you look just as bad as it makes me look what if we change the match what if you take 10 power bombs you leave in a stretcher and then when if aw fans never see you again they just assume that you not because you walked off and left the company it's because you got injured and you had to leave and then that's why they don't see you again because if it's me i don't think that's profitable for anybody dude walks in the middle you know right instead of going on it makes them both look like assholes the, the you got upset kids that that wanted to see mjf in the arena they're fucking crying you got you got tony khan he's in the back crying because somebody walked out on him you got everybody you, you crying. got grown-ass men crying <laughs> yeah you got neck beards on the you got neck beards on the internet you know crying what the fuck are you supposed to do you know what wrestling, saying, everybody cries. It's it is. It's you it's got me a, crying because I got to talk about it for three hours on this damn podcast. <laughs> it's a, it's a weepy, weepy business. That's for so sure. I, so I, I think you know if it's me, if I'm Tony, I all I reach out. I say, hey, listen, yeah. man, why don't you just do this match? We'll have you get quote unquote injured, and then while we're talking about your contract, you don't have to perform for me. You can do your thing, and we have an excuse why you're off TV. And mm -hmm. if you leave, then you leave, and they just assume it's like you know we've done that. They've they've done that plenty of times uh, in in all you know WWE even in AEW where somebody's leaving, so you have to have that moment where you can say, oh, that's why he's not back. Yep. Because he took ten power bombs and yep. he just died. No, I, like I, I think everyone, I think everyone came together at the last minute to to work some stuff out. But we are still, we're still not, we're we're still not at the point where anyone looks complete. Like Wardlow looks the best right now, obviously because he won. He is unblemished by the politics and the drama, yada yada yada. But there is a taint to the fact that this match almost didn't happen and so it almost feels like was this the match we were supposed to get did wardlow face mjf at the you know proper uh uh height that the story was you know there it it, it it's an asterisk it's like it's it like, felt like a bit of damage control yeah it's it's like roger maris in the 61 uh home runs but but he didn't do it in quite the number of uh, yeah mjf almost left and so Ward, wardlow was probably gonna win anyway i'm not sure it was in doubt yada yada, yada. that's the that's the I think the only the only issue that Wardlow took but yeah the show started with Wardlow MJF the show ended with CM Punk hoisting the AEW title high and in between was about four and a half to five hours of wrestling because Tony Khan didn't want the main event to go on during game seven of the Eastern Conference finals in the NBA so we were treated to a pay-per-view and like a third of an episode of dynamite it was uh, a lot i can already see tama kind of reliving the the watch along we had with all the subscribers last night that <laughs> eventually just devolved into all of us going all right how many more oh, we got three more matches guys we're gonna make it we're almost there <laughs> i think i asked about what match are we on about four yep. times yep and, i uh... I, rem I remember the collect <laughs> I remember the collective groan in the room when everyone, when everyone realized, oh, we're about halfway through the show right now, and we still have <laughs> anarchy in the arena to go. It was too. What it was, match are we on? It is basically the "Are we there yet?" 
it was so long <laughs> it was it was too long like i say this as someone who watches bollywood movies that run like three and a half hours long this was too long this was too much wrestling i, I watched the batman which is three hours with my parents while they go oh wait so who's that wait mm -hmm. what, wait so wait, what's he talking about that felt like eight hours i can only imagine four this... hours of wrestling plus Goodness. an hour well, Plus another hour is that what it was? Well, like, no, but here's here's the thing. Was here's the, the buy, was the they had a buy-in on this one too. Yes, like they had. Show? They had a buy-in. It was one of the best matches I think of the the show because everyone was into Danhausen, everyone was into Hook and Smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nese know exactly how to uh, make all of that look great. So I I, I and I I was kind of saying this to Karen before we started recording. I think a lot of the pieces were great. But the hole was just so long that you can't really it. I can't recommend that show. I can recommend matches from the show, but I cannot recommend anyone sitting through all of AEW Double or Nothing 2022. It was too much. Uh, Everything just started to mess together. The yep. matches, oh, everybody, the and, and and you just like, all right, what's okay? It was. It, I think it was, it was. It was somewhere around the trios match where I just everything started to really bend at the edges. Yeah. Um, but then if you were if you were a member of the media or just someone who likes watching the uh, backstage shenanigans in wrestling, it wasn't just a five-hour show. Because after the show, they did a press scrum. Like they always do. They, the AEW likes to do the post-pay-per-view scrums. This one went two hours. Oh, my God. I am not Why? exaggerating. <laughs> it's, in fact, it probably went a little bit over two hours, but the uh, the full time was two hours. Like, what were they a, doing? Critiquing their matches? <laughs> Honestly, I wish they had been critiquing their matches. It would have been it would have been of more substance if they were critiquing their matches. I'm going to run oh, you through. No. I'm going to I'm going to run you through the whole thing. First, Tony Khan brings out new AEW champion CM Punk. CM Punk kind of just sits there silently while Tony Khan just motor mouths about how CM Punk won the Friday Night War. It was it was settled in court, yada, yada, yada. He goes on about all of the business no. deal, all of the big business that CM Punk has done, the highest ratings, yada, yada. And CM Punk's just going there like, yeah, okay, yeah. And then... And, and I should also mention that Tony Khan isn't just motor mouthing. He's like angry. Like he's got this like manic, like I need to get all of my points out right now. Eric Bischoff's full of shit. Yeah. And he just keeps going <laughs> to the, to the point where CM Punk, CM Punk has to go to Tony. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to, we're going to let some people ask some more questions. Cause you've been oh talking gosh, for like eight no. minutes. Yeah. And so that's how it started. Then, oh, and I should also mention, like, right at the top, they've already said Tony Khan's not going to talk about MJF. Don't ask Tony Khan about MJF. So we're never going to get an answer to the MJF segment. So he has CM Punk out there. Then I believe the next person he brings out is Jade Cargill. They talk to Jade Cargill about the elevator. Tony does some more motor mouthing. He just keeps going. Uh, I think they they might have had one or two more, and then Tony Khan decides that he's going to do a, a, a Q and A on his own after they've done all of the wrestlers. <laughs> and this is another hour of again, no one's allowed to ask about MJF. No one's really asking about anything except for why was the pay per view so long and how does it feel to own Ring of Honor. And so he kept like going on about how. 
uh pay-per-view length doesn't matter i hope everyone felt they got their 50 dollars worth yeah like he just keeps going back to pay-per-view length like they'll ask him about like some old po- forum post that he made back in like the 2000s and he'll somehow find a way to bring it back to uh to pay to the uh the pay-per-view length he needs a handler i'm sorry you, <laughs> you, you should not have a two-hour media scrum after a seven-hour pay-per-view no he yeah. reminds me of an old president that we had used to have i'm not gonna name <laughs> no, any names it was, but, it, uh, <laughs> i was having the same i it, it, it was especially the like there, there's the a lot of similar guys. personality traits there oh my god uh, but 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 I have a question, Ross. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. I, was there any real? Like, oh God, I don't want to use. I don't want to get. I don't want to piss off any potential friends or partners. Was there any mainstream media there? I'll say it that way. No, it was just it was just uh, it was Fightful Wrestling Inc. Uh, yeah, like it was all of the okay. it was all. I almost the rest- said real. I almost said real media, but there it was real. the wrestling media. I, meant, uh, I like Sports certain- Illustrated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, no, I think Barrasso might have been there. I don't oh, know. Don't. Yeah. Like don't. Well, I won't quote you on that. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't quote me on that because I was watching the feed. I wasn't like in right. the room, but it sounds like uh, Alvarez and Meltzer were in the room because, like, because oh, ev- eventually, because eventually, it just becomes a conversation between Tony and uh, Brian and Dave about like wrestling history. Because Tony- did Dave give him another award and then ask him how he won that award? No, Dave didn't get a word. In- <laughs> no one got a word in Edgewise. No, like, no now- an award. I mean, did he give him a? No, 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 no awards. Like Book I. Of the year? There is part of me who, don't get me wrong, I, I completely believe that Tony Khan had a great conversation with Discovery, but now whenever Tony Khan tells me he's got a, had a great conversation with whoever, I'm going to wonder if he had the conversation or if he just talked for a while and was like, they never stopped me. They didn't seem angry. This was a great conversation because no, no. that's what was ha- like. He was he would get a He would get a question about one thing. Go for 10 minutes, spiral off into like eight different topics. Now, now I don't want people to think here I'm, a, I'm a hypocrite because if you've listened to this podcast, you know, that's me. Like I have walked away from a lot of conversations with people talking for three hours without letting them get a word in edgewise. Yes. but but And then what I do is I, at the end, I go, that was a great conversation. Yeah. But John, you do it. You do do it without me thinking, is John mad at me? Like I, I was watching this in my, on my couch on like, I think Instagram live or however they were streaming it. And I was thinking, is, is Tony mad at me? Did did I piss him? Like who pissed him off? Cause like he just, he, he's smiling throughout it but his eyes are this like fiery, terrified rage. <laughs> it was one of the most uncomfortable press conferences I've ever seen in my life. It was two hours long after a five hour pay-per-view. I, I, he needs a cup of tea and a warm nap, like just a, just a nice blanket and a nap or something like he needs to sleep. My God. Now imagine, now imagine how he talks to talent. I, I look, I've and then, some, and then that's why their contract negotiations are so fucking weird. All I, all I will say is Oof. I've heard some things. Um, but yeah, no, like he, he was I, it, was it him all the way from Chicago? No, I've, it, uh, I, I can't, I, there, there are stories no, I know, that I, I can't tell, but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, it does it. There was, I, I want Tony when he's, I'm going to choose my words carefully here. When he's out of this weekend, I want him to watch that press conference back and see the look on his face because I I think it will I think it will shake him a little bit. Like I I really I I a lot of it was funny, especially because of just how crazy it was, but there was a there was a darkness to it. There was just this like 
Uh, it was it was uncomfortable. Uh, every it was almost like, almost like a cry. It's a it's a it's a cry for help. It's a, a it's little, a, it's yeah. It's someone it's, please help me pace. These involuntary pay-per-view. one, an involuntary cry for help. I uh, I really cannot stress how much he went back to pay per view runtime. Go ahead, Karen. <laughs> if I may, it's one yep. of those things where he keeps talking about all of these great partnerships that he's working with, yada 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 yada, and yet his women's division is a fucking nightmare. So you know what? Get your house in order before you start having all these meetings with big names talking about how great you are. Well, here's my issue isn't the my my main issue is if he's having these very big meetings with Discovery that maybe the faucet is coming on, don't tell anyone. It's like cashing your check on Friday and coming out of the check cashing place, waving it around, going, look, I got all this money that I'm going to get. you like, mugged in the parking lot. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. There's, there's a reason MJF felt, oh, I've got leverage this week. I wouldn't be surprised if someone at Ukes go went, hey, I heard the faucet's going to be back on. We might have some delays. You might need to grease the pipes a little bit more to get the video game going. Like, you don't announce to the world that you're about the faucet's about to turn on. It is, and this is more of a, a social question. Is his family new money or is he new money? Because he acts like someone with, he isn't like old money. Uh, his his dad is newish. Uh, I mean, money. he's self-made though. You could say. I mean, his dad started his like dad's, a really yeah, his, small his, business. His, and his it, dad's definitely it's... self-made. Um, I just feel like he's talking way too much about things he shouldn't be talking about from a business. Like some of these yep. things should be kept quiet until yep. they happen. Because having a conversation with someone doesn't mean it's going to come to fruition. Yep. We, like we like, talked me to, about like this running, before. having a meet and greet with Tanahashi doesn't mean I'm going to sit down and have a face-to-face interview with him. Yeah. No. And if, and if I'm, the same if, thing. if I'm, if I'm discovery and I'm going into a meeting thinking, man, I'm really high on this AEW product. This Tony Khan seems to know what he's doing. I think I'm going to give him another hundred million dollars. Then you sit down with him and you realize, man, I think I could get away with just giving him 50 million. And he'll still be happy. You know what I mean? Like or it, you watch uh, that press, co- that scrum afterwards and be like, mm, maybe this isn't the right move. Maybe, maybe 25. Now, yeah. Now no, on the like, off chance, he listens to this podcast, right? Because he does. I know. Tony Khan or Discovery. Because if Discovery Tony wants Khan, to reach out. <laughs> if, we put, if, we put, if we put Tony Khan in the description, he will find this podcast. I just want to say one thing. Dude, you need a Sicilian. You need a life coach, right? <laughs> and I'm here for you. I can okay. teach you. We have a, we have a thing we call omerta, right? It means mm-hmm. silence until death. <laughs> I'm here for you, my man. I care about you. I will teach you how to shut your fucking mouth. All right. Anyway, go ahead, Tom. Pull up price. We're done with this. We now do this. Forget about it. Hey, comma. This is your new thing, okay? Hey, like, like I'm, uh, I'm with I'm with Karen before about getting your house in order, right? Yep. Because and something popped up when she said that. Um, how many more new people did they just bring out on this, this show last night? Double or nothing. Was that like four or five? Yep. They, new, they new, who else did they bring, Ross? The the new people they brought on the show. We've got uh, Athena, formerly uh, Ember Moon. They brought in Stokely Hathaway, formerly uh, Malcolm Bivens. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Roosh. They like. Yeah, they brought in Roosh. That's Roosh. right. I almost forgot about Roosh because that just it was a throwaway moment. <laughs> they, they, but they also threw out. They put in all caps Los Ingo Bernabes. They did not wait to put that tweet out. Nope. Yeah, they did not. Uh, who else am I missing? We had Roosh. We had uh, Stoke. We had uh, Athena, and we had. I think that I think that was it. Okay. Um, Still, those are three. I was kind of hoping. Three. I was kind of hoping Stoke would be like uh, a little more. We see him 
a little more free before. I I I but, sorry, go ahead, Tom. You got you've got so the roster is just growing and growing and growing. You got people who are not being brought back, mm-hmm. people not being called. There, I bet you it's mad chaotic back there. I well, that it has to be. There's no way, right? If you gotta you gotta do some major ass kissing or be in front of his face at all times to be like remembered. Well, if it, you're out of sight, you're out of mind. And yep. then, but you also and it, it also seems like you have to make sure that you're on certain people's good sides because like look I w- let's let's read the tea leaves here like i said cm punk now aew champion him and tony khan have been buddy buddy like especially if you watch that press conference tony khan can't stop smiling when he's sitting next to cm punk <laughs> suddenly it is announced that Colt Cabana has re-signed with AEW, but they are going to put him into Ring of Honor to kind of keep him away from, from what I understand, Punk and AEW. And so it seems like you're also, while you've also got this growing roster, you're also going to see Ring of Honor kind of pop up as this, like, I don't know if it's like a holding, I don't know, it's like, it, I don't want to call it like the brig or anything, but like, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it's on the level of AEW yet. But also, it doesn't it doesn't have that developmental vibe. Like it's not. I don't. I wouldn't call Samoa Joe a developmental talent. I wouldn't call FTR the tag champs a developmental. And so it's like it's just like this. It's like a homunculus that's just kind of attached to AEW right now. Sorry, go ahead, Karen. Seems to want to jump in. The thing about Ring of Honor is that it has legacy. It has history, and the fact that AEW owns or Tony Khan owns it is a good thing because of the number of wrestlers they now have that have that link to ring of honor the problem is is that you don't want to saturate ring of honor with all of the old ring of honor mm-hmm. but at the same time you don't want to make it a, a holding tank for all those folks that have been like clawing their way through elevation and dark just trying mm-hmm. to get a spot on tv and be like oh well this is good enough for you like it, it's one of those things like you know like thomas said there's all these people backstage all of a sudden it's like the more people they bring in the people that are there are going to be like well, when am i next and and because they're gonna, they're they're going to re start rehashing what NXT and WWE did for the last two years. They're going to start cutting people and letting people go for the more shinier, more yeah. expensive toys. But but and now you're even seeing that kind of thrown by the wayside because like Samoa Joe, shiny new toy, Ruby Soho, sh- not as new as I think Samoa Joe at this point, but still on the AEW scale, a shiny new toy, and yet here we are. Owen Hart tournament winners, Adam Cole, Britt Baker, very established AEW talent. Very like the, I don't, I, I mean, like, uh, unless they're going to be needed, that's, unless, that's, unless they're feuding with Sammy and Tay, I don't understand like why they need like a first couple of AEW. You know what I mean? And this is, and this is the shit they complain about with WWE mm. and then they're just replicating it. It's like <gasps> they bitch about it. And then they, cause what happens is when you bitch about something enough times, you start to do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right because it's like you know, or, it's a gesture or, in your head or they bitch about it saying that they can do better and they go off and do the same exact thing because and now it's they're not better they're at top when you get that power ooh, you don't want to let it go and you yeah. don't want to distribute it nope. evenly no. no and it's cognitive dissonance because if they would sit there and go oh shit i'm repeating the same mistakes like they think like they look at it and go I, di- I did it better it's like you might have done it worse or you might have done it the same but you definitely didn't do it better correct 
and the and there's never a, as good as the original. Let's just put it that way. And I saw some clips. There's some there's some some sloppiness happening in these matches too. You talk about developmental, like Ruby Soho doing that sharpshooter was like not that. Well, it, let's not let's not single out Ruby Soho. Adam, no, uh, I'm I not, it was I mean, Adam just... Adam Cole is the none of the sharpshooters. Uh, CM yeah. Punk shark none of the sharpshooters last <laughs> night were. Why um, so many people gotta do that? I mean, I get because of the I, thing that's happened, but I, it's awful. I don't know. Like it honestly. I don't even like the... it to begin with. To be honest. Well, no, I look. I like a good sharpshooter. I like a good scorpion deathlock. Whatever you want to call it, but like. At the end of the day, none of the none of the sharpshooters last What's night. What's that look, Tama? You got a sharpshooter? No, I I felt watching a product last night. I felt the that there was a lot of people blowing up. Yep. And now I mainly I'm mainly talking about from the middle tier up. I'm not talking about the middle tier down because they 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 look like they were hungry still. Mm -hmm. They wanted to do some things, but I felt like this was a. People were just chilling on this pay per view. Like, yep. yeah, that'll be all right. We'll come all in and five do five hours thing. of it. <laughs> I mean, I get to be fair when you had to show up at the arena and then like 10 hours later, your match starts. I could see how. <laughs> Bro, I would take a nap. What get are you a little sore. About? Yeah. Like, what I got a feel for like the, the six man or the, the three way tag match for the tag titles where they're like, all right, we are in hour four of five. They've just seen Eddie Kingston covered in mustard and blood, pouring gasoline all over Chris Jericho. Where the fuck do we go from here? What are we supposed to do to like keep this go? Like I, that that entire anarchy in the arena match, it like woke me up in the middle of the show, and then also made me go, "Man, I'm stuffed. I am full of wrestling. I'm full of mayhem. I don't know how much more I could do." And then there's like three more matches after that. Like it was just too much. It was just too much too much you know did the matches run long as well or yep. was it just so oh, yep. oh hell yeah every oh, single one no. of them oh. every single one of them if, oh man if if there was a match last night under 10 minutes it didn't feel like it that's oh, the way gosh. i will put it um because yeah every and some of them some of didn't them need were, to go that long some of them didn't some of them were great like i really like kyle o'reilly versus darby allen a lot of fun yeah. anarchy yeah. in the arena ton of fun the six-man tag match between house of black and the death triangle so much fun but all of that happened like three and a half hours into this five-hour oh. show no knock on the women matches okay no knock on the women because i i i respect what they're trying to you know accomplish here but that could have shortened it a lot yes. more just yes. because Which they, they could have gotten to the, the, the uh, TBS both, match all of them. or both of them <laughs> all of them yeah. all of them i get because how many women's well, matches were there were there, there were three three oh, okay yeah, because they yeah. had the they had the women's title, they had the TBS title, and then they had the Owen finals. Um, yeah, no knock on them because they did great, but just felt like that needed to be shorter. What you know? What I would I would have shaved some time off the TBS and the women's title match and given it to the Owen Hart final. And same for the men's. The Owen Hart matches didn't like they just they just kind of happened. There wasn't this right? like they, yeah. it didn't feel like the it didn't feel like the finals to a tournament, especially since it happened in the middle of the show, like. Yeah. Can you imagine if they did the G1 Climax Finals in the middle of the show and then we're like, all right, oh. we still got to do the King of Pro Wrestling trophy. We still got to do <laughs> the junior the tag titles. Yeah, like it's just... The flow The flow of like the match placement was just, I felt chaotic. Yeah, like there was just like, and then there was like uh, people coming out, uh, the, the promos between the, like giving out the uh, Owen Hart belts. Yep. Like there, there was just like lag. It was like, you're like... Uh, I, the, keep kept kept trying to jumpstart the show like that's what it, it felt like 
And it really undercuts some important shit. Because, like, imagine if the Owen Hart finals had been their own episode of Dynamite. You would have been able to give the matches some time, some pomp, some circumstance. But you also would have been able to end the show and make a big deal out of the fact that Martha Hart is addressing, addressing a wrestling audience for the first time in, what, like 30 years? I mean, she... Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a woman who has made sure that Owen does not go into the Hall of Fame. She wants to make sure his legacy is protected. She got to speak for as long as she wanted. And then they moved on with the show after yeah. that. Like, that's so, yeah. that's so messed up. Yep. Yep. I th- they just throw things together. Like it feels special and it should, yeah. something like that should have yeah. felt special. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right. And it, and it did feel special until they moved on to the next. Yeah. Like but that, it's, just like, it's, it's just like, all right. All right. No, we I, a good moment. We're good. We're good. We're good. All right. Let's go. <laughs> I know. I just, I have to be very specific about the fact that I, I think Martha Hart's speech was beautiful. I think it was real nice to see that. I wish it had mattered. I wish it had mattered in the grand scheme oh, of the show. That's so heartbreaking. When they, when they brought up the new people, I, it almost didn't matter, yep. right? When, yep. when they brought up Bivens and, and the, they just, it just, it was just like, here, all right, bye. Yep. Move on. Exactly. The way, hell, they went, hell, when they, when they put up, when they put up uh, Stokely Hathaway's uh, is all elite graphic, it looked like they'd taken the photo like 10 minutes beforehand on a cell phone. And we're like, all right, <laughs> no. give him the, give him the graphic. We were too busy making the word low one. We forgot about this one. Uh, like well, they it, didn't have to keep taking the match thing up and down for like the last three days. It would have been that. Yeah, no, Whoa. don't get don't get me started on that. That, <laughs> that was so funny when we weren't sure if MJF versus Wardlow was going to happen. They play like a six to seven minute preview of it during the buy-in, where I was like, "Who do knows?" Need, but do you need a six to seven minute preview of a match? No, I don't but think so. I I also don't <laughs> think so. But I I also understand the area AEW's in because WWE's like. WWE's video production is amazing. When they have to put those yep. montages and those video packages together. there's no one better and so i do understand aew being like look we need to throw as many video packages as you possible so you can realize that hey you guys are they're pretty good at that i would say they are about as good at the video package as wwe some of them are a little long some of them are a little avant-garde but i they're getting there and so i i get it but yeah i'm with you it does i don't know again it's quality over quantity if you if you can tell me a great story in less than three minutes Mm -hmm. i will be fixated on what's going on if you give me a seven minutes of video and I'm just sitting there, I will go to the bathroom. I'll mm. go make myself a drink. Yeah, I'll I'll find something else to do because you're. It's not like this is like a. It's like not, it's not Champa Gargano from Peak and Black and Gold NXT, which was like three years mm-hmm. of a life of, of a lifetime for them. It mm. was what a year and a half maybe a year maybe six months i I I mean i was at revolution in march and that's when like he turned when wardlow gave up on mjf Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things like it's like you don't have seven years seven years worth of seven minute footage yep uh make make it short and make it count (laughs) yep no and i'm 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 with you there i i I especially think that 
when you look at the way the, the press conference went, it really does speak to the fact that I don't think anyone in AEW understands that it, you, you that the magic of the genie's in its confinement, right? It's in boiling it down and boiling it down, so that way you have the, this much to work with. You have you you got to be able to hell. That's 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 what's so I think fun about the the post match stuff that New Japan does is it's like they give you like a minute you've just been beating the shit out of each other and you still have to you, you have to do like a minute of stuff to sell you on the next thing it it really makes you make sure you have to hit your hit your spots in a way that i don't think aew is doing with the with the promos right now but and and, and, the, and the whole product is like that yeah I, a while ago they had like that uh, daniel um brian danielson it was like that one hour match and yep. what in like a two-hour show right mm-hmm. or less than that like it's like that's fine for a pay-per-view that's fine for whatever but half your show for one match is, is a lot to ask of a general well, audience and and to be fair they also go about the hour matches completely wrong because they decide we're going to open with the hour-long match so that way we know we have enough time for the hour and so that way when the crowd is like counting down at like 15 seconds it doesn't matter because you know they've got a whole hour and then some to go if it's the main event and you're watching that clock and you're like oh man it's 9:55. oh man it's 9 56 i don't know if they're i don't i don't know if they're gonna make it by 10 o'clock maybe he can pull out the move by 10 and then when he does it that's that's a draw that's a oh right. my god right. when it's just all right opening <laughs> world titles opening up i wonder how long this one's gonna go uh like Fuck that it. if it's me if it's me i would troll the audience I'd be like listen this is gonna be a one hour they have a one hour time limit mm-hmm. dude fucking takes him in six well i mean that's <laughs> right that's, <laughs> that's, like, that's combat sport that's combat sports that's ufc he's like motherfucker well, i didn't need an hour so for the next 45 minutes i want any motherfucker come out of there i'll fight them instead and then you just have the dude run a gauntlet through the whole damn roster something Care- careful john someone will steal stop, that stop taking my i want them to ideas, Rob, i want them <laughs> to steal my idea so i could watch it but they are all right fine leave the money on the table um but who's no gonna, who's gonna pay me you gotta no you're not you're not them? you're not wrong you're not wrong i wait, wait, i think no, it, but no i'll come down i'm no, not I gonna think, try I, to tony this whole thing i think it would be brilliant no i think it would i think it would be brilliant um but I, but, but and, and the other the other thing i want to address about it's like i've I, for a living i have i have managed creatives and yeah. the problem is always editing mm-hmm. and nobody wants to be edited nope. right it's why big directors like scorsese and all of them they've always said before they hit the editing, they take a vacation. They take time off. Mm-hmm. They don't wrap them up. They don't hit the martini shot. They don't wrap the day. They don't wrap the film and then sit in the editing bay the next day. Mm-hmm. Besides dailies and making sure scenes work, that's totally different because they're too attached to the footage. They're too attached. And I think that's happening a lot with Tony and whoever's producing these matches. I think they're too attached to their content and they couldn't imagine what match they would have not had at that pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So it had to be five, six hours. Yep. Right. Because they just can't. It's hard. You know, it's your baby, you know, and you got to You got to pick which baby you like the most. <laughs> you know? No, and I, and I, I don't get me wrong. I'm a I, 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 hell, I, I get that. There's a reason some of my songs go 15 minutes. Um, but <laughs> like uh, it definitely. All right. It, all right. Iron Butterfly. Jeez. <laughs> but no, but there is there is. I think I think you do bring up a good point of they they couldn't imagine what matches couldn't fit on this pay-per-view when like i could i could point out a bunch of matches that would have right. made a great dynamite bookend but you, but but but, you, but it's not your baby no exactly that's the thing it's not my baby and so therefore i don't i i i can't make that personal call for tony but they need someone who can they need they need a solomon who can come in there and say like look we either need to cut this in half or you need to make it fit um <laughs> and and i think karen karen suggested it earlier right with the handler 
No, a handler. Handler would be great. Handler Eric Bischoff. Be, um, <laughs> sometimes, hold on, sometimes your biggest critic can be your greatest partner. I I don't. I feel like <laughs> I feel like if it were anyone but Bischoff, it'd be like absolutely. But I feel like I feel like the evidence is there now. Like I don't know. But it's, it can't be another sycophant. It can't be no. another person who just no. wants to be. Because that's his problem. Everybody he hires, he's either a huge fan of them or, or they're just trying. You know, they want to be his friend. Yeah, can't do that. You don't, you don't. You don't. You don't mix business and friendship too often. You got to be careful about that yeah. because you're going to end up damaging the friendship and damaging the business and yeah. coming out. And that's, that's, that's why I do this that, podcast with people I don't like. That's gonna be. That's gonna be. <laughs> hey, now. That's gonna be tough for the pro wrestling promotion that was founded by a bunch of guys who were friends and decided to form a wrestling for like. And how? And how has that gone for them? For the for that specific friend group. How's that gone? It's, you mean all six of them? It's yeah. great. They're they're all off doing their own thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh yeah. man, no, it's it. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting Wednesday. I don't know. I'm 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 already pretty sure that I'm gonna DVR this AEW because I've <laughs> I've watched enough AEW for like three weeks after, after everything. Um. But AEW, not the only craziness going on this weekend. Like I said, Best of Super Juniors has been going on over in Japan. We're nearing, we're nearing the end. As we're recording this, we are heading into the final night of block competition. By the time you hear this, there will likely be some folks who have, have made it to, uh, to the finals. So we won't do too much speculating on that end. But let's, let's talk about this tournament so far because I feel like a lot of stars have been made. It's the freshest this tournament's felt, uh, I think, since before the pandemic. It really just, it feels like a new day in the junior division. Karen, what have you kind of thought of the the Best of Super Junior 29? I've really enjoyed it. And, uh, and that's me making that 3 a.m. commitment on the weekends, 5 a.m. <laughs> yep. commitment on the weekdays. Um, what I've loved is the diversity of the fields. I do like that they are bringing more eyes to New Japan from all their individual promotions, but also taking the greater new japan audience back to their home promotions afterwards mm -hmm. i think a lot of japanese fans in particular are probably gonna start watching a lot more of impact because of ace austin mm -hmm. i think a lot of more people are gonna start watching aew because of wheeler utah and mm -hmm. that's a great thing i think more people will definitely start watching gleet after l lindeman yes and it's because you know again we've talked about it making everything fresh we've had you know this same not that we don't love our new japan born and raised but they've had, you know, three super juniors, mm -hmm. just them. And, and for, I personally enjoyed it, but a lot of people had very mixed re reactions to it and that's fine. Um, but I think this makes everything feel like we're getting back to how things should be, mm. especially with G1 season coming up. Yeah, no, and I think you're spot on because like even the junior heavyweights were kind of talking like we're sick of fighting each other. Can we get some new guys in there? Like that was El Desperado's whole post Wrestle Kingdom thing was like, I don't know, bring in El Lindemann, bring in just any. We 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 need some fresh blood. And this, this is was, dra was dragging the company in his comments today. Yep. He was just like, so what are you gonna do, Hiromu versus Desperado again? Mm -hmm. After all this, you're just going to stick with something that's tried and true. How boring is that? And I'm just like, yes, at mm -hmm. least they're aware of it. <laughs> exactly. And especially with like how much it, it's not just a, it's not just like a, a, a random complaint because with how much Ishimori and Desperado have kind of built against each other over the past month, like you can get that revenge there and make a great match. 
Hiromu versus Desperado, no one's ever going to sneeze at. Uh, El Fantasmo still in the running, and the way his run through this tournament has been going, like I don't think anyone would be mad about him ending up in the finals, except for all of the people that are mad at El Fantasmo for being El Fantasmo. Um, and so, like it, it, it just, it just feels right. And uh, I also think it also feels like the other promotions are being incorporated a little bit smoother. Like I remember in years past when like. Zack Sabre Jr. would show up with the Rev Pro belt, and sometimes Rev Pro would, would come into it, sometimes it wouldn't, but it was mainly there to let people know Zack's someone of, of substance. Same with, like, uh, ACH when he would show up with the uh, AAW championship, just a kind of way to be like, this is, you know, someone that matters. When Kushida had the TV title for ROH. Exactly, whereas now you've got, you've straight up have them backstage being like, Hiromu's like, I like that X Division belt, I want to wrestle for that. You've got the G-Rex champion basically saying you guys are in contention now hell he's defending the title during the uh during the tournament and so it feels it it just feels more alive it feels like there are more more things for other people to do in the division yep sorry go ahead yeah yeah definitely uh just another aspect of it is um uh, the way the things that i'm seeing on social media especially twitter their interaction with each other Mm -hmm. whether they're face or heel it's really like uh it's cute is the word that comes (laughs) in mind you know it's cute because because they you they're showing respect to each other especially like the japanese wrestlers to the to the foreign wrestlers and it's mm-hmm. like it's really creating like something new i think in the minds uh, of of the japanese fans especially that oh this this can be fun like this i want to see them it mm-hmm. isn't just uh day and night with the heels and baby faces where like it's yep. like uh, let's fight they're, they're, you know? they're, they're peeling back that that curtain. yeah they're yeah. They're, mm-hmm. they're they're making it feel like the juniors are actually more of a, a brotherhood yeah. and a family than they are just a good bunch of guys thrown together that are trying to make something matter in the next couple right. of weeks. Well, it's it, almost it, like they could be a faction. Yeah. Well, it also, it, it also adds this like edge to it of like, I don't know how to it, like, cause the past few years, it's felt like the best of super juniors is an extension of the storylines that went into it. You know what I mean? And to this, this year, there is some aspect of it, but it kind of feels like everyone has put, all of their pettiness on hold for this tournament. It's got more of like an Olympic vibe than like mm-hmm. like like Kumite, where we've gotten all of the you know all of these people with with personal grudges together. This is more like no, we're here because we're the best. And like El Desperado might not like El Fantasmo, but they're both in it because they're the best of the best of the best. And that it it had brotherhood, camaraderie, whatever you want to call it. It's create it's it really has created a whole new environment for this tournament. And not only, and not only that, but it's that adds to that Mortal Kombat vibe. Yeah, you know, you're all here to prove who's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the stakes aren't as high as like you know who gets to invade whose realm or whatever. Who lives but, or dies or, or, yeah. or death? Fatalities, <laughs> well, uh, you know. Well, but no, to but... them, it's that serious. But to well, them, it's that serious. Yeah. Well, hang on. Let's let's really nerd out about this for a second because like everyone in Mortal Kombat's from realms, right? Like it's it's not like you have a bunch of people from Earth realm fighting. And I feel like for so long, Best of Super Juniors was broken into, you had the New Japan guys, the ROH guys, and then the Independent guys. Whereas this year, it feels just a little bit more like they're going like, all right, this year we've got the guy, we've got the the representative from the Gleet realm. We've got the guy from uh, ROH. We've got the guy from AEW. We've got Impact. We've got Clark Connors as the New Japan strong guy. Like it really, it, it's a much more diverse background than i think a lot than i think a lot of the pools they've drawn from in the past it was a horrible movie but i really enjoyed it it also what? reminds me of dead or alive 
Yes. Yes. Where it's just like is that the one with the volleyball? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Admittedly, I used to have actually I probably have it somewhere in my garage. I do have the volleyball game, but I digress. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it feels like an invitational. Mm-hmm. And it feels like they're I don't want to use like like multiverse or extended no, universe or invitate timeline or whatever, in- but it feels like it it means something, but it doesn't necessarily need to feed into the the continuity of New Japan's yeah. storytelling. I mean, yes, we're gonna revisit Show and Yo mm-hmm. again, but yeah. that's fine. We're gonna revisit Hiromu Nishimori again, and that's fine. We're yeah. gonna have Taguchi throwing butts around, and that's fine. Unt- but it's but there are new yeah. there there's something new and fresh about it. But it's also like. After the after Friday, June third. Yep. What happens? Like, where, where do are people going to start showing up in Ring of Honor? Are people going to start showing up at, at Glee? Are people going to start showing up in Impact? Like, I want to see. I'm, I love my juniors, but G one's coming. They're going to have some free time. Start sending them everywhere, mm-hmm. please. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, and and I think that I think you really hit the nail on the head with that term. It has this invitational feel because like. The New Japan Cup this year had 50, had everyone on the roster in it. So it's not an invitational. It's just straight up. Plus if you Shima. work for New Japan, Shima. plus Shima. Yeah, but, you, but at this point, Shima has been showing up in New Japan enough in 2022 that like he's, 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 he's hanging out. You the devil know? works hard, but Shima works harder. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, the, but, but the vibe for the New Japan Cup was if you work for New Japan or are New Japan adjacent, you're in. And same kind of with the ju- with the past couple junior heavyweight uh, best of super juniors. They've been like the young lions have to get a chance in it because we don't we need to round out the the field or whatever. And so it 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 still was a damn good tournament, but it didn't have that best of the best of the best. You have been chosen amongst the you know all of the masses. It felt it 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 really does it adds that selective quality to it that I think really elevates the the tournament and is just again i i keep using that word it's fresh it just feels and, and it brings back the hunger like i miss i mean i miss having the like a young lion in like an actual black tights young lion in super juniors because there's always like every year there used to be like one mm-hmm. but now it goes back to what you know tom always talks about with hunger who wants it next year it, it, you know we could see ren narita by next year we could see Uemura by next year. We could see Fujita or Oiwa or, I mean, Nakashima, he's not a junior, but there, I mean, there is the possibility that these guys are going to start getting hungrier and hungrier and start fighting and calling me like, I want to be in next year. Mm-hmm. Where's my spot? I don't want to be a C block. I want in the juniors. Yep. Tommy, you're muted. Tama. Tama. Sorry. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that's the structure I, that I start, you know, I would hope that AEW starts to pick up on there's a structure right and and to build that foundation where you start as a young boy and you, and you grow there's stages you move up on and if AEW can figure that out you know figure out how to do that 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 business structure of what however the wrestling business structure they want to use and then they they could really put something straight mm-hmm. but uh I think New Japan does it great I love yep. the way they do things. There's, uh, there's also their culture too, so it makes a big difference from an American culture. There's respect. I know in American style there is respect, right? But, but Japanese culture is just they, there's a they, they land heavy on that respect deal, and like senpai kohai, and you move up, and mm-hmm. like, it's just it's an amazing uh, structure, uh, thing to be a part of. It's an amazing culture and wrestling culture to be a part of. 
if you yep. want to tie it back to AEW, what you could also think about is that with Ring of Honor, they have an opportunity. Yeah. You, I mean, I don't want to make the NXT 2.0 comparison, but mm-hmm. you could take all of your elevation and your dark fo- dark uh, elevate or AEW dark talent and put them in Ring of Honor and then pair them with people like Samoa Joe or Colt Cabana or Mar- Mercedes Martinez, their, their Ring of Honor you know- women's champion. And you could develop a structure where you have the ability to not build like a, a similar dojo program, but yeah. you, make it more cohesive. Cause I feel like yeah. it's, they're still trying to do the indie thing with like a WWE budget and it's starting to come apart at the seams. You know, you know what I would have done with ring of honor. If I was Tony Khan, I would have turned it into the IWGP of AEW. Because, like, think about the name, Ring of Honor. Like, you have to, the, the name itself, Ring of Honor, has this very poetic, evocative, like, it makes it sound like, it makes it sound like this ring beyond the ring, almost. You know what I mean? And so, like, you could suddenly take that that legacy, tie it to the AEW title, tie it to the tag titles, tie it to all the titles you have, and then make it, make it that you're, you are, you know, you, you sign to the company so that you're all elite and you compete to hopefully one day compete in the ring of honor. And not everyone gets, not every show has a full ring. You know, there's only one ring of honor match or however it is, you know what I mean? And so it, it would be this, like, it would be this upper echelon that you have, that like would only get opened every now and then when someone's like really, really popular or something like that. But it would, yeah. it would mean putting a brand above AEW. The elite is, of the elite of the elite. Exactly. Um, especially, especially since the AEW fan base, I think takes the the legacy of the Ring of Honor titles seriously enough that I I I really think that it would have legitimized the titles more to to tie them to the AEW belt as opposed to just kind of having them off in the strat. Like right now, yes, Gresham I believe is still the Ring of Honor champion. Samoa Joe technically is the television champion. I don't know how often he like wears the the belt, but like it it doesn't feel like it's a, it doesn't feel like it's integrated yet. And I feel like with that legacy, they're kind of, it, it, you could, it's so, it, I it, like that. It, right. Yeah. It, it's weird mm-hmm. because I feel like new Japan is promoting Wheeler Utah as the ROH pure champion more than AEW and their ring of honor are promoting mm-hmm. him as ROH pure champion. Yeah. And it's, it's like, that's the other thing about super juniors is that the people that have pinned Wheeler Utah if they want a shot at that title, they got to do a pure rules match. Mm-hmm. They can't. They can't do all of their normal shenanigans. They're you know with their run-ins and the rope breaks and everything else. It comes with the rule set, yep. and I think that like you know, much like um, Gleet with their UWF rules, it'll make a lot of the wrestlers that could go for that championship you know have to think about who they are as a wrestler versus who they are as a character. Mm-hmm absolutely one guy i do want to talk about since we're talking about like how the best of super juniors has really elevated some folks ace austin i feel like is not only like doing wonders for himself but is doing wonders for like impact wrestling being the representative over there right now and like i mean a he's him and alex zane have the food adventures that have really kind of hooked hooked the fans but i mean the matches have been great like he really he took to the new Japan matches like a duck to water. It's been really interesting to see. Uh, what, Karen, what have you kind of thought of Ace Austin in this in this tournament? See, that's the weird thing is that in Impact, I didn't like Ace Austin. I thought I just wanted to like kick him in the kneecaps and tell him to like 
calm down and stop being a little pain in the ass. But in in Super Juniors, he's been like a complete, he left the character Ace Austin in Impact. Mm-hmm. And he's brought himself the wrestler yes. to Super Juniors. Yes. And I love the wrestler Ace Austin. Yeah. I mean, I, now I'm going to have a soft spot for him when he goes back to Impact. Yeah. But I also hope that Impact starts elevating the X Division more as a result of what he's accomplished. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree with Karen. I, what I saw in Impact was character stuff, but I could see that he's very athletic. The way I, I when I watched him in the ring with, um, I said it before, with, uh, oh man, why did I keep, uh, Babe. Uh, Chris, Chris Bay. Bay, Chris Bay, yeah. yeah, just watching them, and Chris Bay too. Chris Bay is an athletic kid. I, I, I could just tell they're very athletic, and they know how to move around in the ring, and they would fit perfectly in New Japan with the athletic style. And, and that, and I think it might be that respect that you have to bring to New Japan that has kind of changed the Ace Austin character, so to speak, because like he can't be the Ace Austin Impact in Japan. Like he has to. He's already trying to figure. Nobody out- understand him exactly uh, no but that's what i mean is he's he's already he's for lack of a better you can term, say whatever the fuck you want you guys can say fuck yeah, over there it's all awesome. he's like he's he's nobody already, understands us yeah. <laughs> he's, he's all going, out there like here's the translator and i'm just like oh, no, i don't want to translate this sorry ross no but I, no but you're both you're both spot on a they can't understand him b he's already a stranger in a strange land so to speak and so he's got to find his footing there and so like I, I can't imagine how hard it would have been to like try and be that cocky prick while you're also like, oh yeah, I got to figure out how to be in Japan. You know, like there's all yeah. there's all kinds of rules you have to. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like Zane right now. It's super over. Yeah. Oh my it, gosh. It, yeah. Like he just did an autograph signing and I saw the line. The line oh, was ridiculous. It was across yeah. the entire arena. Yeah. yeah. I was and like, apparently okay. he stayed for everybody. So yeah. it's one of those things where it's just like, Cause you have to. (laughs) They buy your merch. You kind of have to. But see, we're we're used to in the states where it's just like, oh no, it's showtime. They gotta go. If you're in the line, sorry. Oh no. Yeah. They 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 usually like. I want uh, some Japan meet and greets. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's he's been great. Uh, Alex Shane. Uh, Alex Zane. I'm sorry. I had I. I remember wrestling him for for New Japan of America. The, mm-hmm. It was like the first. It was during the pandemic, 2020, and he was he was another guy too. I, I remember when he got signed by WWE. I was like saddened that he was, you know, that we lost this talent. And I was like, yeah. who dropped the ball on this guy? But yeah. and, and and but then when they let him go, I was like, yay, we yeah. got him back. You know, hell like, yeah, they, they dropped the ball yeah, on this guy. guy. They dropped the ball. <laughs> when he, and the thing about Alex Day is that he was another one like Francesco Akira that got a lot of comparisons to Will Ospreay because of his build, mm-hmm. his height, his style, mm-hmm. even down to the, the tights and knee pads situation. But the thing is, is that he, he has also come to Japan and like, I mean, he had the following from New Japan Strong largely, not so mm-hmm. much NXT or 205 mm-hmm. Live, mm-hmm. but he is another one that just said, I'm going to take most of the character and just kind of leave it at the entranceway. I'm going to go in and just wrestle. And his wrestling is absolutely captivating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. And and he's, uh, yeah, he's he's been one, I feel like people have been seeing, especially since the backyard days, have been kind of waiting for him to, to break out. It felt like WWE was going to be that moment and then they just didn't, they just didn't do it. He was like Blake Christian. They just didn't do anything with him, despite the fact that he's a young, hungry kid that can move like there's no tomorrow. But boy, howdy, WWE's loss has been uh, uh, New Japan's gain in this this tournament because he's a st- I, 
the the amount of artwork that I have seen of Alex Zane and Ace Austin and all these, they are really connecting with people. Uh, one other name that did get brought up, Francesco Akira. We've been talking about him on the podcast a lot. Um, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take some stuff back because I've, I've been here saying like, hey, he's too much of a baby face. He's in the heelish United Empire. What the hell is going on? And it's been a long and narrow way. And he's, I, I, a, I've been kind of working up to him. He's been working back down to me because Will Osprey has been very grateful in the wake of his kidney infection on Twitter. He's been kind of tweeting like a baby face. A lot of the United Empire guys have not been quite as priggish let's say on uh on the 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 social medias there so i it might be a moot point that he wasn't getting heel enough because it feels like the united empire is kind of not I mean, there was great quite... o'conn's las vegas adventure yeah exactly ah. o'conn's another one who has become very very popular over the course of his uh excursion in <laughs> sin city and so like it does i i i gotta take back my past couple weeks of being like ah oh, this kid needs to get mean or this kid needs to be a heel because i i don't know apparently they're going they might be going baby face i don't know they what do you my baby face he, he still need, he still needs an edge though that's the problem like yeah, yeah. i i i think he he has the tools and okay. he i mean again tjp's right there if they're gonna go after taguchi and wato i need tj to just sit him down and be like all right you know what I'm the public enemy for a reason. Let me show you how this is done. Come mm-hmm. sit under the learning tree. We're going to we're going to turn it up to 12 because he's Akira is trying and I give him the gold stars for trying, but mm-hmm. I need more. I need oh. to believe that he is a fireball in the the fireball whiskey that never agrees with me and just makes you want to like burn everything to the ground. Like I want to be I want to be mad at him. I want to be yep. frustrated with him. I don't want to be like, "Oh baby, here's a cookie." <laughs> It's okay. Fair. We'll get through it together. Fair. I don't want to mama him. No, well, he he does kind of ask. He does kind of ask for the momming. He'll hit the he'll hit the dive and be like, "Yeah, I did it." I. Yeah. I'm like, you did amazing, sweetie. That's, that's great. Now go kick him in the beanbag or something. You're supposed to be a bad guy. Find here. a chair. I don't care. Something. <laughs> <laughs> he can like, bite. He can, he can bite great, people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Take it. Take a me. photo with your phone. Oh man. Um, still, yeah. the, the United Empire still to be determined which that's, way they're gonna go. Huh? That's what I'm saying. But they're, they're riding the fence right now. They're, they're riding the dead fence. in the middle. But if it's riders. But if if they're riding the fence, then I I do have to I do have to walk back the whole hey it's your Akira Francesco start beating up young lions throwing tantrums yada yada yada. Maybe. <laughs> Some of the young lions are bigger than him. He can't beat them up. True. Right. I was going to say you, you know Nakashima is a big boy. He just keeps getting bigger. He is going to be he is going to be a heavyweight <laughs> in no time. Um, but yeah, that's like we said as we head into Best of Super Junior uh, Finals. It's lo- the the four that look like they might be able to make it over are El Fantasmo, El Desperado in B block, and then in A block, Taiji Ishimori and Hiromu Takahashi. There are a couple of out like if I, I think if like one guy loses and there's a double count out, Robbie Eagles could still kind of qualify because he's had a hell of a tournament. But right now, those are like the main four. But while we're on it, Robbie Eagles has had a great tournament. Uh, like he has really, I think, uh, proved a lot of the haters wrong, uh, and not only as uh, a single star, but I mean as a main event talent. He won his first main event uh, singles main event in New Japan 
since joining in 2018. Uh, Karen, what have you kind of thought of, of, of Robbie Eagles run so far? I, I always enjoy Robbie Eagles. I think yeah. he's a fantastic wrestler. He's technically sound. He's fun to watch. I think he's lovely. And the, the problem is that when everyone has the conversation of, of the juniors, it's always the same people. It's ELP, it's Desperado, it's Hiromu, it's Ishimori. But the thing, people forget, <coughs> Robbie Eagles relieved El Desperado of the IWGP yep. Junior Heavyweight Championship last year. And re- I mean, yeah, I mean, it was yeah. last year and he retained so, it a few times. Like, and, he, and he had a pretty good run. That he, he's been like a sleeper hit as a, re- a returning champion and it's one of those things like I could have, I would have personally thought that it would have been Ishimori Robbie mm-hmm. in the finals, but now it's it's starting looking more like it's going to be Ishimori ELP, which could be interesting. But it's... I feel like we need a more baby. If it's going to be ELP, we need a more baby face person. But that only le- really leaves Hiromu. ELP Hiromu could could be interesting. Ishimori ELP, Ishimori Desperado. I mean, I mean there's. I kind of want to see Bullet Club's cutest tag team implode, but I also have the shirt, so I don't want to have to get rid of it. Oh, because <laughs> it's a cute shirt. Hey, but if if they implode, it becomes a collector's item. Uh, so yeah, uh, like all my Rapongi 3K merch. Thanks for reminding me, Ross. Hey, <laughs> it, look, I, 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 oh, no, I, I was going to jump on with the with the Robbie Eagle situation. I think he did a great job uh, when a company leaned on him to hold hold it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I don't think he's at his nowhere near his peak, no. his prime. And that I feel was just a taste for him to understand that level mm-hmm. and that he needs to, to grow more into that. And I think he's, he's on his way, but not right now, but he is on his way. I'm, I'm completely with you. I like, I feel like this is the, this is like the proof of concept of Robbie Eagles. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can take the Robbie Eagles of 2022 into the future and uh, really make some, really make some serious, serious money. Uh, Like we said, uh, the best of super juniors finals are going to be on June 3rd on uh, New, new Japan world. It's going to be a, a wild time. They're promising lots of foreign talent, lots of heavyweights returning. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a wild show. We still don't have a, a card for it yet because, you know, we got to get through the rest of this best of Super Juniors. We got one more night of block competition. And then after Super Juniors is Dominion. And then after Dominion is Forbidden Door, all of which is going to lead to a, just a, I think it's going to be a jam-packed June. It's going to be wild. What are you, wait, I already see Karen's like champing at the bit. What are you most like excited for in this upcoming month of June? It's jam-packed. What are you, what are you looking forward to? I mean, I don't want to rush to the end of the month, but I am curious to see how Forbidden Door is going to piece together because, mm-hmm. you know, we step into, by the time this airs, we'll be in June. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be one of those things where it's just like, again, are we going to have to worry about continuity between AEW storylines and New Japan storylines? Or is it just going to be like, we're just going to throw a whole bunch of fun matches together and be like, guys, it's a standalone show. I, I will. If so-and-so shows up in the G1, they show up in the G1. If they don't, they don't. It, it's, you know, if Wheeler Utah gets the opportunity to defend against somebody for the pure championship as one of the few solo matches on the card, at least there's some continuity from Super Junior. Mm. It's, it's just like, I, I always love when big shows like this happen, but it's like, I hate the waiting game. Like I just, I'm like, just, just tell me who's going to be on the card. Let, let me, let <laughs> me give like, you everybody. <laughs> let, let me give you just a little bit of hope, uh, Karen, because there was one, there was one piece from the Tony Khan uh, post 
double or nothing press conference that give gave me a little bit of hope and that was when he talked about putting together forbidden door he said that him and gato are kind of like you know when you're launching a nuclear missile and you need two keys to turn at the exact same time he's describing him and gato as the two guys who have to turn the key at the exact same time and so like he's he's trying to he's at least saying that he's trying to be on the same page with gato on the on the road to forbidden door but that means that if, he also needs to make some concessions because yep. that means that not every aew talent's going over yep. and they need to be okay with that yep and again I, I like i said i this is take it with a grain of salt because it was it was a motor mouth bit in, in in the middle of a two-hour press conference but it was one of the few things that made me go like all right if, if that is the way you're approaching this maybe maybe there will be some some continuity maybe there will be level heads heading into it we will we'll see what about what about you tom what you looking forward to i mean i know i know june 11th is is on that is marked on that calendar you and carl anderson going at it russ that's the only thing on my mind as of, I was gonna, as yeah. of this moment i ain't worried past that until Sing- i get past that singular focus i respect that i respect the hell out of that how about you john june's coming up what are you excited for uh this is uh not a prediction it's a spoiler uh <laughs> the uh never open heavyweight champion winning what do you never what do you never never open weight is it open, open weight? weight it's open oh, weight. never yeah. open weight retaining retaining nice retainment the retainment of the what, what's the grammatic way of saying it? you say retainment of must be a psychic Re- john retaining yeah. Yeah, well, it's like you said, it's the a most spoiler. retainable 36th never open weight champion. There you go. He will most... successfully defend on his first defense. Is it for yes, yeah, I guess chess ass. Oh. You, can... <laughs> you, you dropped his government name. <laughs> That's how you know it. <laughs> That's how you know it's serious. Like I said, y'all, June 11th. Y'all are just going to have fun and you know it. You're, oh, yeah. Y'all are going to be like, oh, this is, we're going to be all hard and tough. And we're gonna, we're, you guys are going to have the time of your fucking lives. And They're going to hug it. and cry afterwards. It's going to be great. Go Rivera, have some steak and be fine. There's no crying in wrestling. <laughs> That's I'm, not true. Look, Ask Akira. <laughs> Ask Francesco Akira. Look, I, I, I'm not, I, I might be biased because I've spent the past two years kind of poking Tom and going, "Hey, what do you think, Carl Anderson?" But I'm, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be exciting. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, now that, you better win. I don't know if I can handle it if you don't. <laughs> Tom's going to come in like wearing like dark shades and be like. Nick, all I, I yep. talk too much shit for you to crying. lose. Yeah. Yeah. I talk too much shit you for you to lose. John's going to end up in Hawaii and uh, Tom is going to be dressing Con, Tom is going to be dressing like evil by the time we, if the, if the <laughs> goes you. wrong. No, I'm talking, you know, old, I'm not talking Roman evil. I'm talking, you know, goth evil, sad evil. I gotta, I gotta dig myself out of this hole I've dug. Uh, let's see, here we go. Um, so yeah, June 11th, Tama versus, uh, Carl Anderson, never open weight champion, Jay White versus, uh, Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP world championship. June 11th, Dominion's going to be fun. Forbidden door is going to be fun. It's, it's hell money in the bank's going to be weird as hell. It's going to be a great month. I hope that everyone, uh, enjoys themselves. Uh, for before we call it a uh, a show here on this fine Memorial Day, uh, Karen, where can people find you if you want them to find you online? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at Hey Karen Sensei. I also do 
coverage for post wrestling for stardom and their weekly women's digest called dream slam weekly and yeah you'll find me if you want to find me yep you're around you're you're around and uh constantly constantly finding new places let's see uh john where can people find you if you want them to find you uh well i'm going to be holding a four-hour press conference uh you guys can see that live on twitter mm. it's twitter.com slash john sebastian j which n-s-e-b-s-t-a-i-a-n john sebastian also on linktree.com uh you know hit that up give me some money whatever the hell you want to do i'm just kidding don't give me any money you can't be trusted but uh my four-hour press conference ross would you mind sitting next to me and kind of looking looking <laughs> awkward uh and, and feverishly look, tapping me on the shoulder to stop look if you can get me a title belt covering cubic zirconium i'm your man buddy oh shit yeah dude i got 100 <laughs> perfect then yeah i'll count count me in uh tama where can people find you if you want them to find you on on the way come find me on uh patreon.com backslash thomas island come chat come talk come hang out we do watch alongs podcast whatnot hit me up i throw up my workout i've been putting out mm -hmm. my workout routine and preparing for carl anderson keep up with me if you can and i i've 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 checked the subscribers he's not uh he's he's not getting the inside <laughs> scoop on it either so okay it's the, it's the private stream it's the private stream everybody <laughs> but yeah head on over to patreon.com backslash thomas island we have a lot of fun over there like i said we were it was a long show but we had fun watching double or nothing we'll probably have a good time watching forbidden door depending on what my work schedule is but either way patreon.com backslash thomas island if you want to get the uh podcast early at thomas island on instagram and twitter for all your podcasting needs if you need to find me i'm at ross w berman iv on twitter at ross berman iv on instagram i'm on letterboxd i'm on all the i'm on all the places come find me come talk about wrestling movies whatever ross berman.bandcamp for all of your music and folk and blues needs until then folks please take care of yourselves please take care of each other and i hope you have a damn good week i want to once again send a shout out to everyone who served in the uh on this fine memorial day in 2022 so please take care of yourselves and enjoy your week thank you for listening to this week's thomas island find more great thomas island content like the shotgun series weekly happy hour zoom calls with tama video versions of the podcast and much much more at patreon.com forward slash thomas island and visit at thomas island on instagram and twitter save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.